Today, you are going to be hearing a sermon from one of our ministers here on staff. We hope this word blesses you, and remember that we love and appreciate your time here. Now, let's hear what the Lord has for you today. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you to be in this place, Lord, to worship you, to exalt your name. But now, God, we come to the important part, Lord, that you would just open up our hearts, our ears, and God, our minds just to be just stewards of what you're about to um, speak to our lives, Lord. We love you. And we all shout and say, Amen. Amen. Before you sit down, high five your neighbor and tell them it's good to see them. And turn to your other neighbor that you didn't pick the first time and say, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to pick you second. And you all may be seated. Good, 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 good. How many are blessed to be here in the house of the Lord? All right. Let's get right into it. I got a lot to say. Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 14, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14, Ephesians chapter 14, and read a little bit a lot, but I just want to focus on a couple of verses for us today. But the very first thing is we can look at verse 14, and it says, then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of the teachings and the conning and the craftiness of people in their descentful sheemings. Instead, speak the truth in love. We will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. Verse 16, from him, the whole body joined, held together, by every supporting ligament grows and bolds itself up in love, and as each part does its work. So I tell you this and insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do. Verse 18, and then they darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of their ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having have lost the sensitivity that have given themselves over. So the indulging in every kind of impurity, they are full of greed. Verse 20. That whoever, however, is not the way of life you have learned. When you heard about Christ and we taught in him into the accordance with the truth that is in Jesus, you were taught with regard of your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by deceitful desires, to be new in the attitude of your minds, verse 24, and to put on the new self created to be like God in the trueness, righteous, and holiness. 
like to speak to you on the subject of this, and, and um, it's called Be Yourself. Uh, I made sure that you put a question mark be, be at the end of that because I don't know about you, but I've, I've been a public speaker for, for quite a long time in preaching, and I've heard uh, I get nervous a lot of times when I, I minister the Word of God, and uh, to this very day, even preaching um, the amount of time I have, I, I still get very nervous. And when pastor or another pastor will say, be yourself. And when my wife hears that, be yourself, it really frightens her for someone to say, be yourself. Because she literally knows who I am as an individual, as a character of, of what uh, my demeanor is. And I'm not saying sinful nature, but it's the, the nature of not watching what I say or speak. Because sometimes I will literally say things over the pulpit that I shouldn't say or offend somebody. You get what I'm saying here. And sometimes I could say maybe jokes that, that will um, make people upset or rub people the wrong way. So so for, for, for my wife to hear that, and even myself sometimes, and say, to be yourself, it's the question mark, do I really be myself, or do I be who God wants me to be? So, in all honesty, is, it's this phrase that we hear, it's called, be yourself, the the dictionary or the, the, the in Google it, it says this be yourself means you like who you are. Being yourself means living life how you want to live, regardless of other people's opinions. And just means respect yourself, worrying about others, what will think just to waste of your time. You cannot control them or control their thoughts. So as I begin to look at this scripture and I begin to really this, this scripture and this subject has really been on my heart because it would, when you begin to look at that and look at that phrase, be yourself, one thing is when you begin to think about things in your life, it's, it's kind of a, at a place where, have you ever poured out your heart to somebody in church? You poured out, you told them about your marriage, you told them about your kids, you told them about your finances, and uh, the easy thing for a Christian or for someone to tell you something, oh, just give it to God. Uh, what will Jesus do? What, what would God do? Uh, just, just, just give it all to God. Uh, and those phrases, when you're going going through something in your life, those phrases really don't mean anything to you when you're going through something in life. Can somebody say amen? See, because of the fact of the matter is, is if you're going through a marital issue or you're going through a sickness and you're telling somebody that, they're not going through what you are going through. So it's easy for them to say, I'll just give it to God. Be who God wants you to be. Really? I mean, I mean, how can I be who I want to be where, man, I really want to kill my spouse and you're telling me what would Jesus do? Well, I've read through the Bible that Jesus turned over the tables. Uh, Jesus spoke out boldly. So if, if Jesus will, if I, Jesus was here, would he, what would he do? So all these scenarios go through your mind where you begin to look at your life and but 
when I think about these scriptures and I think about what's taking place here is that Paul is saying to us, he is saying that, he is saying that you have been limiting yourself because you're being yourself. Let's just put it out there for a very moment today. I feel real teachy today. Are you okay with that? Now, when you begin to think about this scripture and you begin to think about what is taking place, because uh, if you come to a brand new year, uh, a new year being yourself, uh, maybe uh, the fact that you haven't grown in your spiritual walk, uh, maybe you haven't elevated uh, where God wants to take you in your life uh, because uh, you are just being yourself. Uh, he is saying uh, you have been living uh, and the uh, limiting yourself not to the product of the person that he has called you to be. It's the product and the patterns of the world that you have copied until now. Paul was saying, I give you in this moment of your life, the Ephesians church, and I believe that God is saying to the living word church of La Mirada is that it's time for us to begin to look at ourselves in the viewpoint Point of God's eyes and not just being ourselves. You see, because the fact of the matter is, is that if you be who you are, be yourself, to tell somebody that, just be yourself. When you have a conversation, just be yourself. What if that be yourself is full of anger, full of lust, full of jealousy? You don't want that person just to be the person who they are because you might get somebody that you don't even know what is taking place because if I could be honest with you as a pastor and as a minister and just as a person here in this church a lot of people and please don't get offended by this is that we're one way in church and we're a different person at home Because what pastors sees, what your neighbors see, they see the worshiper in us. They see who we are, lifting up our hands, glorifying God. Wow, he's a holy man. But on the other side of these walls, are we cursing? Are we saying things that we shouldn't be saying? Are we looking at things that we shouldn't be looking at? And you're like, well, I'm just being myself. It's my DNA. That's who I am. I believe with all of my heart that no matter how you grow up and how you were passed, passed on in you from generation to generation, doesn't mean if your father was always a lustful person, a drug addict, or an alcoholic, doesn't mean that you have to pass that on to your children's children. The curse could be broken. It could be broken in Jesus' name. That's how God handles certain things in our lives. There comes a point in your life when you're doing just being yourself isn't really working. There comes challenges to become 
what God wants you to be. And there has to come to a point of our lives. And for me, I've, I've just, I, I, I mean, the last couple of years, I just lived my life totally different of being who God wants me to be. There's going to be times in my life where I'm not going to satisfy certain people. People are going to be jealous. People are going to be, uh, uh, how can God uh, give them or how can God restore everything back in his life? And we can't make everybody happy in life. Amen. When you begin to look at a new year, will you be a person to say, you know what? I'm not going to be the same person that I was last year and the last five years. And some of us can even go far back as 10 years. And I believe that this is your year. I believe with all of my heart. Uh, as I told Pastor a couple of weeks ago, I said, Pastor, I believe that 2024 is a year for our church, uh, is a year for him, is a year for me. Uh, I believe with all of my heart uh, that something is burning inside of me, uh, that I'm believing uh, that this is a year that we will begin to reap uh, what we have lost, uh, begin to reap uh, what we thought we have lost. Uh, and we have to come to a point of our lives and say, uh, I will not be the same person that I was last year. I can't be the same individual that I was. I have to be different. I have to look at life different. I have to begin to say, uh, I can't have conversations like that. I can't watch TV shows like that. Because when you begin to go backwards in those things, it takes you back to the worldly things of our lives. I'm not saying drugs I'm not saying alcohol I'm not saying all that that may be for some but I'm saying the, the way that we think the way that we, we begin to carry ourselves uh, we should be different men and different women uh, as we begin to grow uh, the Bible was telling us uh, that some of us in this room uh, we are infants uh, as I look around here today uh, there is no one in here uh, that is wearing a depends uh, because uh, because uh, that's who you are. Uh, I don't believe that anybody is being spoon food uh, with things. Uh, so in Christ, uh, when you come to God uh, and you begin to give, be a Christian uh, and come and hear the word of God, uh, you have to begin to say, uh, feed me. Uh, feed me with the Holy Spirit. Uh, feed me with preaching, Pastor. Feed me with your good word. Uh, but I believe with all of my heart uh, is that we have been fed uh, we have been fed good stuff, but can I tell you something? We haven't been chewing on it. We're being fed, but we're not chewing on the word of God. We have to come to a place of our lives, not only being fed, but chew the word of God and live the word of God. <sighs> See, the term be yourself could be a very scary thing in our lives. Because you can't tell somebody who's immature to be themselves. So there's just some times in your life that you have to be mature enough or bold enough to say, it's time to grow up a little bit. See, to me, I, I don't want to be the same me. 
See, I know what God has done in my life. I, I've been a, a church kid my entire life, but I also know how to be out of the covenant of, of God. And I've seen what God has done, and I see what God can do, and I see what he can do in, in my life. And so when I begin to experience what God has done in my life, I can't forget all that he has done. I can't forget all that. So in order for me to evaluate or to advance in my Christianity, I can't be the same person that I was a week ago, two weeks ago, or a year ago. Do you be yourself or do you be a different person? See, the Bible says, he who comes to me and hears my word, uh, he practices it, right? And I believe with all of my heart as you begin to see what is taking place, uh, he said that when you are stuck in a spiritual uh, infancy, uh, meaning uh, that you will be tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there uh, by every wind of the teaching, by the cunning and the craftiness of people. Uh, and I want you to understand here uh, is that if you find yourself uh, in this immaturity spot of your life, uh, who are are you to blame the preacher or yourself now notice that he talks about the waves and the winds of which are both external metaphors for the things that happen in our lives what he is saying in this passage it's not that our spiritual maturity guarantees the, 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 the limitations or eliminates winds and waves he is saying that your spiritual growth and maturity will guarantee that because God is your strength he is your source he is your firm foundation you will be stable in any storm so I'm here today to tell you uh, is that you begin to grow and mature in the things of God uh, when these storms uh, and these trials come your way uh, you'll be able to stand on them uh, you'll be able to fight on them uh, you'll be able to depend on your God uh, and say God uh, here I am it's my trial it's not my church's trial but it's my trial and because you matured me and because I am growing I'm growing in your word. I'm fasting on, uh, on your promises. Uh, then when these things come, uh, when you're mature, uh, you'll be able to stand uh, against anything that's coming your way. Uh, you see an infant, uh, what that happens is uh, you'll go to daddy. Uh, you'll go to everybody else. Uh, help me fight this battle. Uh, but I'm here today to tell you uh, if you want to make it in life uh, and you want to fight against the enemy, uh, you you got to be able to fight for yourself. I get the fact of prayer chains. I get the fact of all that. Believe me, this is why I'm here because people prayed. I get all of that. But there are times in your life that you have to go on your own. You see, when I was in kindergarten, I remember I wasn't five yet. I was four. So I was scared. Stood back two years. And I remember when my sister was on the other side of the fence. 
because she was older than I was. When recess came, I didn't play. I went to the fence so she can hold my hand. Why? Because I was immature. I was little. I didn't know what was happening in life. But as I grew up, I didn't need my big sister. I could handle things on my own. So what am I telling you in this place today? I get it when you're new. You need people behind you. But if you've been in church long enough, you can be able to move forward and say, here I am. Ah. Woo. Not prophesying that you're going to have this wonderful year because you'll beat me up at the end of the year if you had a crummy year. But what I am saying, I believe with all of my heart, this is a year that our church can reap something that has been preyed upon, seed upon, and we can be able to see that, but you can't be the same you. To the question that you need to consider, uh, how has your instability in your life uh, been caused by the immaturity of your life? Uh, What waves are you blaming uh, for the way that you are right now when the real problem uh, is within us? Uh, What wave are you cursing because you're avoiding to deal with the storms that are inside of you? Uh, I challenge you uh, to begin to come to God and say, God, uh, I don't want to be the same man or the same woman that I was. So we have to elevate in our Christianity in what we do. When was the last time that you broke before God? When was the last time that you really cried as you were listening to a worship song? When was the last time that you really were just couldn't wait for a Thursday to come and a Sunday to come? When was the last time that you you craved for that? Or is it just something that you just go, well, it's Thursday. Here it is. It's Sunday. Here we are. Who's going to go ahead and preach today? Will it be the one with the long hair or the one with no hair? Or is our attitude, man, I can't wait. I don't care who's preaching. I want to be spoken to. I can't wait to hear the word of God so my body can change, I can change, uh, and this something can begin to happen within my life. Are you learning anything today? Are you convicted? Thank you for the one. So you get to choose rather you grow into Christ or you stay stuck in the rut of what you've been in in your life. See, when I wake up in the morning, I'm a, I'm a happy guy. I hear the alarm and I could just jump out of bed. That's just me. But am I singing hallelujah? Uh-uh. I got to wake up. Open my eyes. Get the hair out of my face. Go brush my teeth. 
and all of a sudden make some coffee, put on some worship music, and pray. That's me. Because if I don't do that, I don't know what me would be that day. Because as, as I get younger, I am impatient. And so this impatientness in my life can get really frustrated. And I know I'm not the only one. So it's, it's your determination when you wake up in the morning. Now, how are you handling yourself? How are you? you, 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 you and, see, and the fact of the matter is, is that some of us in this room say, that's good for you. That's all good for you, Reuben. That, you, you lived in church. You, let me tell you something. Even if you are new to church and just here, let me tell you something. We don't know everything. But I know that when you don't know something, you ask Siri, Alexa, or Google, don't you? Am I right? It's all there for you. It is. So... To honestly say that you don't know what scriptures to read, you don't know how to fast, you don't know all that. Can I tell you something? I know we're supposed to go to God. I know that God is our first resources. But if you don't know how to change and you don't know how to do something, Google it. Because it will always reference you to God. Trust me. Hey, I better be careful because all your series will go off. Hey, Siri, give me a scripture on anger. Amen. Come on. Hey, Siri, give me a scripture on anger. She's being rebellious. But she will. She will. Because she's full of anger right now. She's not going to give it to you. <laughs> Are you saying, preacher, that I should go to Google for it? No. What I'm saying is because we always have an excuse. I don't know how. I'm not a plumber. The other day, I don't know what happened under our sink. It looked like somebody barfed under there. A pipe just like, <laughs> my wife looked at me like, I know you're Bob the Builder. I know you can fix this. I said, girl, I got this. I got it. She went upstairs. I went to YouTube. I said, I know how to fix it. We're going to Home Depot. She said, how long will it take? I said, uh, five, ten minutes. Really? <laughs> Got it. Because I knew what it was. YouTube told me what it was. And I did. I fixed it in under five minutes. It was like, boom, boom, boom. I go, this fixed now, girl? Her eyes lit up like, whoa. Why am I telling you this? Because we have every excuse in the book of not advancing in our lives. 
where the word of God shows us what we need to do, uh, how we're supposed to live. And that's what church does. Uh, Every time the doors open for church, folks, uh, we need to be in the house of God. Uh, If you want to grow in your marriage, uh, come to church. Uh, If you want to grow in your parenting, uh, come to church. Uh, If you want to grow in everything of your life, uh, be at church. You're saying, well, what is it going to do? It's going to show that God, uh, that you love him you care about him that he is first so when everything is going around in your life God will say I saw where she was at the other day she was in my house praising me he was in my house worshiping me so when he calls on my name and she calls on my name I will be there for him I will be there for her we'll fight these giants oh man but be the same you. Be yourself. Will sometimes be the person that we are when you're trying to fight for a parking at Costco. I've known I've changed lately because I don't trip over a parking now. I used to get really angry at Costco. That's like... They knew I was waiting for it. I'll gun it. They'll gun it. That was the old me. My wife would be like, you saw on the news the other day, someone got shot. It's like, it ain't going to be us. We got the blood of Jesus over us. Now it's like, but if I were to be in your car, who would I see? Got quote quiet in this holy place, as Pastor would say. How are we talking in the break room? How are we talking when we're with our family? How are we talking? See, it's scary to tell someone just be yourself because you don't know what you're gonna get. So for me, I said, God, I just. Oh, God, I just want to be someone different. I want to be who you are. I want to be viewed the way that you look at me, God. So when you look at verse 24, he says, the new self was created to be like God. Verse 23, it says, the old self is being corrupted by deceitful desires. It's crazy because as we become in Christ, the new creature is supposed to be within us. See, I see, I have to be careful how I say this because, yeah, we want people to be transparent. Yeah, we want people to open up. But if someone's opening up to you that's been in church for a very long time and you're still dealing with cussing, oh, Jesus, did you even get saved when you... <laughs> right? Man, it just really got quiet here. I need an armor bearer after church, okay, Jesse? Thank you, okay? <laughs> because it's just... when. You give your life to Christ, you're a new creation. I understand sometimes things take a while to go away. 
But I, I don't know. I think I forgot who, who said it. Uh, a preacher one time up here a couple of weeks ago, when I gave my life to the Lord, drugs left me. That tells me right there, if God could deliver someone from drugs, why can't he kill a filthy mouth? Lust, all of these things. A change. My prayer is that if God were just to open me up, I want him to see that Christ is in me. When somebody rips apart me or says things, I want them to see that I'm full of Jesus in my life. I don't want them to see a side that they don't know. I want them to see that I'm a child of God. Because let me tell you something, folks. We're going to go through testings. We're going to go through things in a lot. People are going to say things about us. But the new person in us, guess what? The new person within us is the one that God knows. We don't know, but God knows. God knows that person. God knows who you are. God knows it. God knows it. God knows it. And I'm here today to tell you is that God wants to make a new person out of you. See, every day, my prayer, and don't copy my prayer. You do your own prayer. Thank you that I was able to wake up today. Thank you that my wife and I and my kids are all together. Thank you, God, that I have a home. Thank you, God, that I have a job. Thank you, God, that I have a church. Thank you, God, that I have a pastor. Thank you, God, that I have all of the things and the resources in front of me. I said over and over. And I have my favorite prayer list songs over and over. And sometimes I weep and sometimes I laugh. Why, preacher? I laugh when I know that the devil tried to take me out. He tried to steal what he, what I have, and he didn't. And I laugh and I go, you're a sucker. Whoops. And then I cry because it, God shows me the areas in my life where sometimes I lack and I need to go back to him. My challenge to you as a church, are you going to be the be yourself or are you going to be the person that God wants you to be? Some of us are just going to have to lay aside things in our lives. Some of us are just going to have to go ahead and just say, God, forgive me, touch me, change me. Look, at, I'm not here, and I, oh, I just want to make sure that you don't think that I'm condemning anybody or shaming you. I'm not saying that. Don't get that message that. What I'm saying to you is this, is that God wants to elevate you in your Christianity. God wants to take you to higher grounds. But in order to do that, we got to forget our past, our shame, our guilt, and be the new person that God created us to be. 
We're not infants no more, folks. I know it felt good when we were getting spoon-fed. I get that. It was good. But now we got to eat for ourselves, dig for ourselves. I love when men just come up and say, Pastor, what kind of scriptures do you think are, are good for this? And I love when I get stunned because I'm like, wow. They're asking questions because they want to grow. Let's all stand to our feet.